You are now locked in to the Sounds Like Fun podcast. It don't matter underground or the mainstream. We taking over everything American dreams. Make a move, long nights to the light beams. What's going on, world? Welcome to another episode of the Sounds Like Fun Podcast. I'm your host, Serial Sensei. Um, before we get started, of course, I got to get the plugs off. Um, as always, you can listen to this podcast, the Sounds Like Fun Podcast, on the YouTube page. Um, you can also listen to it on my SoundCloud page, where you'll also find the Dojo Talk Podcast, which I co-host with the Antaku, covering mixed martial arts and combat sports. Also, where you will find Road to the Arbar Chronicles, which is a series of podcasts that I'm releasing up to the release of my book, which, hintity hint, um, comes out November 12th. So by the time you hear this, um, should not be that far away, about, about a week or so away. Um, so pre-orders will be in the description below. So check out that series. Get my book a pre-order for 99 cents. Would definitely appreciate it. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Serial Sensei, um, just type in Serial Sensei for everything, on Twitch, um, on WordPress, if you type in Serial Sensei in your Googles, you will find me somewhere, uh, so somewhere in the interwebs, uh, you know, do, doing, doing whatever it is I do on the interwebs, I, I don't know what I do, I, I, I just type stuff, <laughs> but, um, yeah man, so, had to get the plugs out the way real quick, but, I'm just gonna jump right into it, um, I have a lot of notes <laughs> I've wrote on this album. I don't want this review to go too long, but um, I did I did write a lot. So the album that we are going to discuss today, or that I'm going to discuss today, is uh, Pieces of a Man uh, by Mick Jenkins. So for those who don't know, uh, Mick Jenkins is a Chicago MC, which shout-outs to Chicago just as a whole have been really killing it this year in terms of hip-hop um but yeah mick jenkins is a chicago mc um this album pieces of a man is a follow-up to his 2016 album the healing component um he also put out a few eps in between then um he had or more the anxious and or more the frustration um but this is like the next uh official official release i guess you could say because the uh the or more series were kind of just like eps i, I guess they were kind of like throwaways they just kind of loosies or just a little something to tie fans over until he had like another official project out. Um, but coming off the healing component, which I didn't realize there was such a divide over. Like I didn't know like a lot of fans didn't, there seemed to be a split. Like some people really enjoyed it or thought it was just kind of subpar. Um, I myself, I love that album. I still play it to this day. I still go back and listen to like Strange Love, Daniels Bloom, um, Robert Ory, um, Fall Through, I listened to a lot of that album, Spread Love. I still listen to that album pretty consistently. Um, so I really love the healing component. So I had been waiting for a follow-up album. It's been two years now. <laughs> so I was really, really hyped for this. But the one thing I was just wondering before this album came out was, like, what kind of direction did he really plan on going into? Because... If you listen to some of the singles he dropped, um, and some of them are Lucy's because some of them aren't on this album, like the, that track Bruce Banner that he put out. Um, ah, that was another one that he, he put out after Bruce Banner. But 
I just kind of didn't know where he was really going with this album. And I know he put out Understood as a single, but I actually didn't listen to Understood. I didn't hear Understood until this album came out. Because um, I, I kind of just wanted to save... I, I didn't want to spoil this album for myself, so to speak. Like, I saw he was releasing more music, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to just chill out. I'm going to wait till this comes out. I just want this to be a, a fresh, you know, a, a, a fresh listen. So I, I want to say this album came out on, like, a Friday. And I knew I was hyped for this because I'd actually... I woke up in like the middle of the night, had to go to the bathroom, and like right before I went back to close my eyes, I, I opened up uh, opened up my phone, I got on Spotify real quick, saw the album had dropped, and I just saved it. I was like, I'm saving this because I'm listening to this as soon as I wake up in the morning. So I get up, getting ready for work, and I just kind of have this one in the background. And to be honest, like off of first listen, I didn't really like it all that much. And I think it was mainly because it was just kind of background music. And the way this album is produced, there's not like a ton going on. So I was kind of listening to it. And, you know, you're nodding your head here and there. But I'm like, eh, I don't really, I don't really know about this. Like, I'm not, nothing really like jumped out and grabbed me. But I was like, man, this is Mick Jenkins. I'm not, I'm definitely not judging this album off of just one listen. So let me give this another, another spin. So... First time, like I said, I was listening to it while I was getting ready for work, and I just had it playing from my phone. Second time, I literally played it again, driving on the way to work, and it was like a light switch. Like, now it's just me, the road, and just this album, and now I can really hear it. I'm really paying attention to it, because, I, you know, it was, like I said, it's just me and the road and music. So, now I can really hear it, and now, like, I'm instantly vibing out to it. I'm like, okay, this was the feeling that I, <laughs> this is the feeling I was waiting to have um from when i first listened to it but um yeah so i really started to enjoy it the more i listened to it like in the car i was listening to it at work and then eventually you know with, with albums like mick jenkins uh well, artists like mick jenkins eventually you just gotta have like a sit down and you just you gotta really focus on the album because you know he's if you're familiar with his music he he's always throwing out themes he's um, definitely a lyricist um, if you listen to the healing component you know that like that album had the whole theme of love so you know there's just a lot of themes and things to look out for when you're listening to an artist like this who puts out these albums that kind of have like these sort of somewhat concepts to them um, so I really just wanted to sit down and give this like a real thorough listen um, and man yeah after sitting down with this man I, I gave this bad boy a good <laughs> four or five spins man like back to back to back i found myself like going back to this project repeatedly um and i was just happy that it gave me that feeling that like i said the first time i listened to it i was kind of like yeah and then when i really sat down with it i was like yes i, I got it this <laughs> this is the connection that i was i was waiting for because now i can really sit and, and dissect with what's going on here but to get into the album pieces of a man um i mean a lot of things jumped out first like the title of the album pieces of a man um same thing as uh uh gil scott heron um his uh album for people who know him uh, former you know jazz artist musician poet all that good stuff so the, the cover of the album with like the the broken glass pieces on the ground yeah i'm just i'm looking at this and i'm like all right what is He's about to talk to me on this album. I don't know what he's about to talk to me about, but he's definitely about to talk to me. Um, 
and the album opens up with uh, Hair on Flow. And there are actually two interludes on this album called Hair on Flow. There's Hair on Flow, and then there's a Hair on Flow 2. And I think these are like the two most, <laughs> they're only like skits or interludes, but they're kind of like the two most important tones or the two most important like tracks in terms of if you really want to understand kind of what this album is about um definitely give those a listen even though they're just interludes but um hair on flow the first one is like this just this spoken word piece um and it, it just it really ties to in together that pieces of a man theme um and the lines that really stuck out to me and like i said this is very the very first track on the album how it all starts off um what are we talking about concerning the man is a red hot case of dot dot did did dot dot dash the remorse code the damned if i know dot dot did did dot dot dash means damned if i know and the reason this has become a popular phrase in the black communities around the nation is because there are more and more things black people thought they had a handle on that they sort of seem slowly that they sort of seen slowly slip away from them more and more things the black man specifically has kind of just let go and i feel like those last few lines um about you know things we thought we had a handle on and about letting go i, I feel like that kind of just encompasses really what this album is about this is, is this album is definitely deserving of the title pieces of a man it's just a very honest and kind of intimate view um into Mick Jenkins like mind like in terms of his thoughts his his viewpoints on certain things in terms of relationships and friendships observations from things he's seen other people do to whether it be just like things in this country things on the block um things with himself um this is just kind of like his truth it's, it's a really I think compared to the healing component, which, like I said, had this kind of theme of of love and things like that, this is a much more personal insight um, into, like, who Mick Jenkins is kind of just as a person. And this album is literally him just kind of laying it out in this very poetic, this very thoughtful, um, very intimate but raw and just honest way, uh, you know, in a, in a way that, that he can. Um, so that's really what I really pulled from this album. And there are a couple of lines on this project. Um, I, I guess to just start uh, getting, <laughs> getting into some of the album. Um, one of the tracks, one of my favorite tracks and a few bars that I think really encompass what this album is about. Um, the track Reginald, uh, really love the beat, really, has this like jazz lounge kind of beat um and mick mick jenkins really really flows just really good on this album um but i love the line don't spend too much time in mirrors reflections will get you caught up connections will get you brought up in conversation you're basing everything you know about me from moments i'm more of a comp more of a compilation of compositions it's complicated and there are a few lines in this album where he mentions things like i think even on a uh, hair on flow the second one at the end of it he mentions um, about people are quick to that when they see him in public or they see things he do, see things he does or things that he may say, or even maybe not related to him, just people in general. You're only catching them in just these glimpses of time, but you have to like 
you need to notice the real picture, the, the complete picture. And I feel like this album, Pieces of a Man, is him kind of, this is him, like, filling in those empty spaces that you don't get to see. Like, you're getting the other side of the story instead of just these glimpses. You get, you're getting the moment that led up to the glimpse and what followed that moment. So you get the whole picture in its entirety. So I, I feel like that line really, um, really captured, like, the essence, I think, of what this album was trying to, to talk about, at least topic-wise. Um, but before I, I dive back into songs, because I'll, I'll definitely start covering tracks and other themes that he touched on, um, production on this album. Uh, let me give credit to some people of the credits that I found. Uh, so we got Black Milk, Them People, uh, OV and RIO, or I don't know if that's Rio. Uh, oh, sorry, that's OV, and then the uh, is Rio and Nez. Um, Nissim. Ben Hickson, K. Trinata, D. Lilly, High Classified, Green Slime. Um, I'm guessing this is Stealing Drums. He spells it S-T-L-N-D-R-M-S. Um, Alex Sawinski and Bad Bad Not Good. So those are the production credits that I found. So shout outs to um, everybody who lent a hand um, on creating the sound of this album. Um, I would say compared to the healing component, this album is a lot more like stripped down. Um, I think in some ways it makes it a bit easier to digest. Not even that, like, the healing component was, like, all over the place or... But I, I feel like production-wise, the healing component had a little bit more going on, I, I guess, so to speak. Um, Pieces of a Man is definitely more stripped down. I think it moves at a bit more of a chill and slower pace. Um, it's kind of bare, but it's still, still soulful, still jazzy, still has um you know a hip-hop vibe to it um at times it can be a little spacey um a little eerie but overall it, it has this really stripped back kind of sound to it and uh i feel like that was done purposely because with these kind of like stripped back um instrumentals it kind of just lets mick jenkins just kind of do his thing um and i, I feel like the since there's not like a ton going on beat wise and it's not to say that any of these beats are bad or or anything like that um the beats definitely do their job in lending to the feel of the track and like overall sound of the album and i think like what the songs are trying to convey they match up really well really well but the beats just kind of provide a backdrop for mick to really do his thing lyric wise and like i said if you listen to mick uh jenkins you know he's definitely wordsmith definitely a lyricist so it it kind of allows him to just shine vocally and i think that makes sense because i always i just kept kept thinking of the 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 very first track the heron flow where he's doing the the kind of spoken word piece i, I feel like this album is kind of it's almost like he's just in a room on stage and maybe not like a, a big crowd of people maybe it's just like an intimate maybe like an intimate intimate gathering of about 50 to 75 people maybe we're all just in this room and he's just kind of on the mic and he's just kind of like he's just kind of getting this thought his thoughts off and just kind of sharing them and bouncing them off um the rest of the room and just kind of vibing with him to me that's the feel of what i got from this album like i said it's, it's very intimate it's very honest um it's him really like i said unpacking his I don't even mean to say baggage, um, but just unpacking just his thoughts and everything just overall the course of this project. And it's, he's really given the listener kind of the listener kind of an, an inside look on 
the things that go that goes through his mind you know immediately on the opening track uh, stretch fracture uh he kind of talks about him trying to like not crack under pressure he's kind of like trying to hold this image together in the face of like his friends his fans and just people he has relationships with in general um you know like they don't you know he he doesn't want people to to see him crack so to speak he's he's you know he's kind of presenting this image and he i, I guess in, in a way like he wants to uphold it and he he doesn't want to he doesn't want people to see you know see that he has any like chinks in his armor so to speak like in the immediately the way the song starts off um who do i run to the papers in front of the pain that is subdue they can't see me undo they can't see me undone i'm too lit right now i'm big on the internet pretend i ain't into that um so you know like in the face of his fans you know they may see him they see him in a certain light and i, I guess kind of behind the scenes he's kind of like questioning himself he's still going through things but he's you know he, he's got to hold it all together he's he's got to keep it together because he's he got fans he has to deliver to he has people who are look, looking up to him or you know whatever the case may be and he's he's just trying to hold that image together um so right off the back with Strex fracture you, you kind of get that that you know that insight into what is really going on inside of his mind um Gwendolyn's apprehension another a really good track on here and another one that i actually uh came to appreciate more shout outs to uh the popular demand podcast i have to give them credit for posting this because i i didn't know this when i first listened to the song um but this was actually uh the hook on this song is actually pulled from a poem by gwendolyn brooks um the poem is entitled we real cool um really enjoy this song and i like because this song is introspective but he's also kind of giving uh kind of like giving game so to speak um in the first verse it seems like he's kind of he's like talking to the youth just kind of letting them know like i see what path y'all are on and you you think it's cool now but it's not really it's not really what you think it is but since they're kind of young they're gonna disagree with him anyway um and he kind of i think he ends the first verse with uh disagree with the nigga but they know you real they're gonna see for themselves no i told you so can't teach the young nigga he don't want to know could be a flower he don't want to grow and then in the second verse he kind of goes in um on his own growth instead of looking at the youth and it it, it almost comes back full circle because like i said in the first verse he's giving them game and in the second verse you kind of realize that he was in the same place they were um but he kind of, you know, he, he grew as a person. He he found his way out of that situation. He matured more. And so it just, like I said, the game runs full circle. He He's seeing what they're doing and realizing, like, what y'all are, the situations you guys are in are pretty much not going to lead to what you think it will. And the only reason I know is because I was at the same spot you were in. But, you know, the youth are going to do what they're going to do. And he's kind of saying, like, listen, man, I... You don't say I didn't tell you, <laughs> basically. Um, but I, I really like how everything came full circle in this song with the way, like I said, it was really honest. Like he, in a way, he can't really judge them so harshly because he was just, he was just not so far removed in the same situations that they were. Um, so I, like I said, I really just enjoy kind of the introspection on this album, just his, his honest outlook on things. Um, 
Barcelona, another good track on here. Um, boy, he, he was rapping. <laughs> and that, that's another thing I think that Mick did on this album that was really good. Um, the, and the healing component is not to say that he, he, was, he was definitely rapping. But I feel like with the healing component, he was really trying to stick to that theme of love. Um, and while he was still, you know, being witty with wordplay, still having bars, I, I feel like this concept in terms of just him kind of just being able to let out, you know, his thoughts and his ideas, it kind of allowed his pen to flow more freely. So I, I think in, if I was to compare the two albums, I think lyrically this one might be a little a little better in terms of just his bars because um, I, I like I said I think the topics allowed him to be more free with his pen and tracks like Barcelona <laughs> I think I think really showed that man he, he was he, he was definitely he was definitely rapping rap rapping rapping <laughs> a couple of tracks on here he, he, he was delivering some bars man dude is definitely definitely dope with the wordplay um, so Barcelona was really dope um, he had a lot of other interesting topics on this album too um, and another thing he did, his, his flows were, were really good on this album, man. He had a lot of good, even over these instrumentals, like I said, that don't really have a ton of going on. A lot of them are really stripped back. Um, like I said, on Reginald, he was flowing really good. Um, on Plain Clothes, which is probably probably my favorite track on here, um, he, he really switches it up. He does this more of this melodic, kind of catchy flow, and... If there was one knock on this album, I would say that some of the hooks aren't like too memorable, but Plain Clothes, I think, for, for me at least, had like the best hook on here because to me it was like the most catchy. And it's definitely one of those tracks that when you hear it, it's, it's kind of like a, I don't say a sing-along, but you'll, you'll definitely find yourself vibing out to it. And he, like I said, he, he switched it up to just his real smooth melodic flow to really match the beat and he just kind of glides over it and it's just a really he he executed that track really dope and like i said the that was one of the better hooks on the album and i just like how he was able to switch his flow up and do something a bit more melodic it just kind of shows his his versatility um and that was a that was an interesting track too theme wise of him kind of talking about the the life of fame and him you know going to all these fancy places and wearing these fancy clothes and you know it, it was just another you get a, a glimpse into kind of both sides of the life I, I guess of a you know quote-unquote celebrity and just a, a person of his status um consensual seduction another good uh another good track on here very a very interesting um track also just in terms of the the climate that we're in with the Me Too movement and just with situations like that, he kind of made a song. The song is pretty much about him being, you know, he's involved, you know, pretty much with this woman. He's they're flirting. They seem to have like a good vibe going on and he's pretty much ready to go in to get the goods, so to speak. But he's basically waiting for like a verbal cue because he's trying to he, he wants to make sure that like the you know he's not really misreading her signals like maybe he thinks she's saying it's cool but she might not really not be 
so he, he's just trying to get the <laughs> he's trying to get the clear signal before he enters the driveway uh, uh pretty much but um that that was a just a really dope uh really dope track one of the i think that was pretty much like the only track that kind of um centers around like relationships um but i just thought like in, in light of the me too movement and things that are going on i, I just thought it was it's pretty cool that he put this out um at this time because he, he really does he really does go through those emotions of like what a man is thinking in those kind of situations but in the back of his mind he's like you know i gotta wait until um you know I, i'm waiting until i get the verbal cue because i don't want things to be to be misconstrued um you know about what the situation is um and even in the background he, he's really singing say it out loud <laughs> so yeah man that, that was just an interesting interesting uh track but I, I definitely enjoyed that man it's wild just looking at the track listing man he there aren't really any songs on here I, I don't like and I just I just enjoyed how much he was able to address a lot of issues like like I said, it's it's introspective. You get tracks like consensual, uh, consensual seduction, uh, talking about that topic. Um, I like the track Ghost, um, where he's kind of talking about you know ghosting, just kind of <laughs> like you know, I'm out here, but you don't really you don't really see me that much, um, which I can definitely relate to because that's that's kind of where where I've been at <laughs> my, my entire life. Um, the track, uh, what was that track? Uh, Pull Up is a very interesting track where he kind of talks about how friendship, uh, certain friendships have kind of gotten strained due to him, like, being an artist and, and how much he's working. Um, I just thought that was a really, it was a different look in, in terms of examining, like, friendships because a lot of times you'll hear an artist rap about friendships and it might just kind of be about um you know oh they're not friends with me because you know oh y'all just hating like oh you got money and you're you're you know you're just kind of you're just kind of leaving us behind but this is more this is kind of a look at it from another angle where it's like he's just losing friends just based on the fact that he kind of works so much and he's out here trying to make music he's you know trying to keep his career on track so when he's out doing these things, it's like, oh, I got to catch a flight or I got to record a song. Like his priorities have kind of changed and his friends kind of may take that as, oh, he's not really because of how much he's working. They think he's kind of blowing them off. But he's like, dude, I got, you know, I, I got to do this. Like, this is my life now. So I, I thought that was really, really dope. He like I said, he he did a really good job on this album of just touching so many facets, facets of life, whether it be like I said, personal insight or just things he's just kind of seen, um, out in the world, um, or like I said, or just in terms of friendships, relationships, he really, really, really touches, uh, touches all angles, and like I said, it all goes back to that title, Pieces of a Man, this album is literally that, like, this is just, this is him, just connecting the dots on everything like people may have said this about me or you may think x y about me but here it is here is what i'm saying it is this is like my truth this is 
this is my version so the story doesn't get misconstrued like this is what's going on in my head and i'm just gonna lay this out for all you guys to listen to and you can you can feel about it (laughs) however you want to feel about it but this is what it is and he does it while all like i said dude is no slouch on the mic he's really good lyrically he he made this an easy digestible listen like i said is is it's not so heavy on that love concept, which some people said on, on the healing component was like a bit preachy. I think this album is much more direct. Um, like I said, much more digestible. I, I think if you weren't a fan of the healing component, but like you still like Mick Jenkins, but maybe you were just kind of like 50-50 on that album. I think you, you'll enjoy this a lot more, I, I would believe so. Um, but like I said, I love both albums. Um, I don't know if I like this one more. It, it's kind of hard to compare these two because they're really they're really different like they're both kind of personal but in different ways like i said the healing component was more based on love and this is this is more just of a, a personal just kind of insight into the you know mick jenkins so in that way they both have good content but they're both different just in terms of delivery like i said this album is way more direct um and i, I think a little bit more raw than the healing component was but they're both i think great in their own respective rights it just kind of depends on your um i guess your perspective or like your preference um to whether or not you would enjoy pieces of a man more than the healing component but yeah man i'm, I'm going I'm, i got the track list pulled up and <laughs> there aren't there's not really any tracks on here i don't like like gwendolyn's apprehension uh soft porn where he just kind of talks about just kind of his his naked truth so to speak um yeah ghost face on the album um like on on the track padded locks he, he was rapping on that one too that's another track where he he was definitely uh he was definitely letting the bars go um on padded locks but yeah man like i don't i i, <laughs> I like pretty much everything on here even the interludes like the hair on flow too i kind of like how when that interlude um ends it has this really this kind of dope uh musical piece um and i really like how it uh how it really leads into uh playing clothes uh, because the last line of hair on flow 2 um once again i, I continue that that theme but like i said it's literally all throughout this album where you hear him talking about you know people see just pieces but you need to see the whole picture um, hair on flow too. the last two lines are how is it that we've come to quantify the whole of a man only by what he looks like in the light well dot dot diddy dot dot dash which means damn if i know <laughs> which he, he explains in the first hair on flow but yeah man this album is constructed really well it's executed really well definitely one of my favorite albums this year with without doubt i actually just officially bought this on itunes uh today because <laughs> yeah i i had to support this album is, is really dope like i said just, just overall this is this is you in a room with mick jenkins with a small intimate crowd of about 50 people and he's just kind of on stage and and just this very poetic you know way he's just kind of letting his thoughts just fly out there and he's 
really just like I said, he's giving you the pieces of himself. He's letting you know his thoughts, his 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 theories and everything in between, everything that entails. He's just kind of throwing it all out there. Um so I'll just get into some of my, some of my favorite tracks cuz I've been talking about this for a while, but this album's dope. Like this album is really really well put together. I just I love the the personal touch that he he added on this. But to go to some of my favorite tracks, um, let me pull up my notes. Uh, Plain Clothes, which I mentioned earlier. Like I said, I just love the feel of this track. Um, I just I love how melodic it was. The instrumental was really smooth. Um, like I said, the, the one knock I had on this album was like some of the hooks weren't that great in my opinion. But this was definitely one of the better hooks, one of the catchier hooks. Um, so Plain Clothes is definitely a favorite. Uh, Strex Fracture, which is the opening track, like I said, right off the gate, you get him talking about his vulnerabilities and just you get this image of him just trying to hold it together. Um, and in terms of, you know, his fans may see him one way or they see what he has and people see his status, but he's still going through things. But he's, you know, he's just trying to keep it all together. Uh, Gwendolyn's Apprehension. Um, like I said, appreciated that song much more. Uh, when I found out it was tied to a poem, and when you read the poem, it's really just kind of an extension of that, but Mick kind of extending it and putting his own, you know, kind of twist on it. So Gwendolyn's Apprehension, uh, dope track, Barcelona I mentioned earlier, um, love that track, love the bars on that track, um, couple, t- couple dope lines, man, uh, these niggas running around with scissors headed straight for the plug, mogul talking business movement at the pace of a slug. Left the trail, had the bell, knew his heart wasn't in it. How you up, banger, then catch Parkinson's with it. <laughs> like, Mick, Mick, was, Mick is talking on this album, man. He is, he's, he's talking on this album. Like, don't, don't get, don't let the, don't let the, like, the smooth kind of really, like, laid back, like, intimate vibe kind of fool you. He's, he's, he's talking on this album. Uh, Reginald is definitely a favorite um really just kind of glided over that beat his flow was just so he weaved just in and out so perfectly on that beat uh understood which i think was a single uh i love like how the, the drums had like this kind of like slight dirty touch to them but the beat was still uh kind of smooth and i like that hook too that was one of the, also one of the better hooks uh on the album but nah man this yeah this this joint this this uh this album um Man, I've been talking for a while now. I didn't realize how long <laughs> this review was. <laughs> but, like, there, it, it's songs that are on here that I didn't even really get to mention. Like, you, U-Turn was dope. Like, there's not a song on here that I, I don't like. Some I'll return to more than others. Um, but I can't really say there are any songs on here that I, I don't like. Like I said, overall, man, it's just the sound of the album kind of stripped back. A little, little slower, a bit more, a bit more of an intimate feel to it, but lyrically, dude is is Mick, Mick Jenkins is definitely touching on on real topics. Like I said, it's very introspective, reflective. It's him letting all his thoughts out. It's him, like I said, this is him giving you the entire picture instead of you just keeping instead of you just catching like glimpses and snapshots. This is the entire picture. So you get to see the entire frame. Now you know 
you know, you, you know what his truth is. So now you can judge, you know, now, now you can judge. Now, now you, you have the, the entire picture, so to speak. So now you can make your, your judgment instead of just trying to piece things together just off these little small glimpses and, you know, clickbait lines or, you know, whatever it may be. Now, now you're getting the entire honest and truthful picture, you know, delivered from his perspective. So, Mick Jenkins, pieces of a man, everything you've loved about Mick Jenkins, if you're a fan thus far, is, is here on this album. Wordplay, bars, concepts, which he's able to just, he's definitely, he definitely has a talent for pulling off concepts, um, whether it be, you know, like I said, it's not, this concept isn't really a story, it's just kind of a theme that runs throughout the album. And he's able to do it in various ways and still make it, you know, fun and, and, you know, easy to listen to. But, you know, still showcasing his skill set as an artist, as an MC. Um, yeah, man, th this this was this was what I wanted from a Mick Jenkins, Mick Jenkins album. Wasn't sure what I was going to get leading up to this. But like I said, after I get his bad boy about <laughs> five or six spins. Yeah, I'm I'm very satisfied with, with what I got. Um, Mick Jenkins just adds on to the MCs from Chicago who have just been bodying rap <laughs> this year. Like Chicago is like undefeated with rap albums this year, man. They've really, really, really just been killing it this year. So shout outs to Mick Jenkins. Shout outs to all the rappers from Chicago who just I don't know what's in the water over there but y'all are just putting out some really fire projects this year but um nah man mick jenkins pieces of a man food for food food for thought food for soul food for life give this joint a listen um and that's all i got man so this has been another episode of the sounds like fun podcast i'm your host serial sensei all relevant links to where you can check me out um are below and be sure to pre-order my book the oddball chronicles which will be released november the 12th so by the time you hear that that date will be coming up only 99 cents support your boy but that's all i got man thank you guys for listening definitely give this list this album a listen go check it out and until next time i will catch you guys later